0: Welcome back, everyone, to 101 Questions that Church Planters Ask. I'm your host, Danny Parmalee. Well, now that we've passed Halloween, it's officially time to set our eyes on Thanksgiving and Christmas. So I've had a couple church planters that are still in the pre-launch phase ask me if they should do something for Christmas Eve or Christmas services or just kind of Christmas in general. And I feel like so many times my answer to church planters is, well, it depends, So like other questions, this is not one that's so cut and dry. It's not a yes or no. It's also one of those. It depends. So let's look through a couple of the different things when evaluating whether you should or shouldn't do services and maybe also some alternatives. The first thing that you need to determine is what you kind of hope your outcome will be or what your expectation is. So this is at the end of the day, what is it that you are trying to accomplish? So let's look at option number one having a Christmas Eve service. Now, oftentimes Christmas Eve is an outreach event for churches. So for many churches, it's the highest or second highest attended service of the year. And as a planter, sometimes you just do stuff because that's what you've seen other churches do. And if you've been a staff member or a pastor, you've probably had ingrained in you the importance of having a Christmas Eve service. So now as a planter, you're like, well better have a Christmas Eve service because that's just what you do. Well, don't do that. Uh, I personally think that it is difficult for a church uh, in pre-launch phase to effectively accomplish a fruitful outreach. The reason I say that is that often to have an impactful Christmas outreach, it will take critical mass, significant resources, high production. It's not always the case, but just as a general rule, It takes a lot of those things. The other thing to consider is that to have successful outreach, it usually is something that builds year after year. Why? Well, think about it. Christmas is all about tradition. Families will often do the same thing year after year. So if on the 23rd, you drive around, you look at the lights, then you go to the nativity scene... Then you drive over to Grandma's on the 24th. You have Christmas dinner at 4 p.m. You do your church service at 7 p.m. Chances are that if this is your routine, you're going to do this year after year. Now, add to this that if there's a certain church location or church program that your family goes to, this is likely will be the case year after year. Now, if you think that your launch team is able to break into a lot of those already established Christmas traditions, while maybe you might have just a little bit of some unrealistic expectations. Let's add to this that you probably don't have much credibility in your community yet. So even if you do advertise like crazy, most people are going to be skeptical to try you know, their Christmas Eve on something new. Yes, church planting is all about offering something new and fresh and this is why, you know, church planting has this evangelistic effectiveness that it does. You just need to understand that oftentimes people won't take that risk on an unknown, non-established, you know, organization for Christmas Eve. Remember that most non-believers or unchurched people don't consider that you're a real church until you own a building or at minimum, you have Sunday weekly services. So I I get it, this is a perception, it's not theologically accurate, but their perception means that it's your reality that you need to deal with. The second thing that you have to take into consideration if you're planning a Christmas uh, Eve service for the purpose of outreach is your own volunteer team they too have traditions. Not all of them are traditions that they even personally like, but they still have to do them year after year. And this is especially true the younger your launch team is. Young married couples will still often go back to their home and visit their parents. So you might get all excited about some opportunity or idea that you've come up with, but half your team will be out of town or is already committed to some other events. Even after we launched our church plant, in the first five to seven years, our Christmas and Easter services were actually some of our lowest attended services because everyone left to be with their parents. Now, if God lays on your heart to do some huge outreach and there's some amazing pieces that seem to be falling into place, then by all means, go for it. Just be realistic and check to make sure that you have a team to pull it off and do it well. Because... This may be your first you know, big impression in the community and, and you're seeing this, you know you, you know this opportunity um, uh, to do something big, but all of a sudden you can't really pull it off and it kind of has the reverse effect. Now maybe you're seeing the opportunity in Christmas not so much for outreach, but to build relationships amongst your launch team. This actually is something that I do think is worth considering and might push you towards. So option number two is having a Christmas party or like a very small worship event that is geared towards your launch team. Again, it depends on the makeup of your launch team. For many launch teams that are formed, people don't know each other. So anything that you do to build relationships amongst your team is really important and Christmas is a perfect time to do that. Don't forget that most of your launch team is probably there because of their relationship that they have with you, which is fine. But the more that you can get your team to gel with one another, the better. So think to yourself, how might we leverage Christmas to do this? The easiest is considering hosting or throwing a nice Christmas party. If your home is large enough, it can be really great to have it at your house. Having launch team members over to your house is more important than you think. It allows them to see that you're a real person and there's something special that just happens when you have people into your home. Now, maybe you've already been doing this and holding meetings in your house, so it's not that big of a deal, but if you haven't, this is a perfect opportunity to do that. And if your home isn't large enough, then think of investing in renting some space or doing something special or fun. Remember, your goal here is for your launch team you know, to get to know each other. And so think of how your party is structured and even the facilities kind of help to uh, facilitate that. Now, if you do choose to have a service just for your launch team, then you want to focus on intimacy and relationship and this spiritual encounter with God. And this can take place in a number of different uh, areas. It doesn't have to take place in a church. Maybe it's something that you create in your living room or in your basement, uh, or it's a, you know a small place that you rent out. But again, I highly suggest that you do not advertise this because this is not about reaching new people or putting on some sort of show. So consider how your team can do something that's small and involved. Maybe someone from the team does a couple worship songs. Maybe there's a time of sharing Maybe there's some time of prayer and reflection. Just make it a truly worshipful event. Remember before what I said, though, that many people leave town. So if you do an event like this, this is for the people who aren't leaving. And I would caution you against putting any pressure on people to abandon or even change their holiday plans to be at this service that you're creating I can speak from personal experience that this is one of them that I botched. I didn't recognize this until later, but subconsciously what I was thinking to myself is, if I'm sticking around for Christmas, then the rest of you better do the same. And I think what happened is is that I got resentful of people who left. So I probably judged them for you know, not loving Jesus as much as I did. I mean, didn't Jesus say that You know, the true, you know, believers were his, were his true, you know, mothers and brothers. Okay. So you get an idea. I have prideful and messed up as a planter. uh, I'm just trying to have you avoid some of the same mistakes that I did. Uh, But, but trust me, you don't want to burn your ask of launch team members to sacrifice for this small service that you're creating. Save that ask and that sacrifice for a different weekend or a different event, such as your launch team, or maybe it's your Christmas or Easter service that you have, you know, after you launch, you've built some momentum, you have that, re, you know, the resources and critical mass, and you're thinking, man, every extra person is going to be really important to have here. So this way, if, you know, only a handful of people show up, it's still a success, because it's it's not about the numbers. This is about making, you know, having this this team unity and having a special event for those stuck around. All right, option number three is to do absolutely nothing. may surprise you that I'm saying that, but this is actually an option that I do coach many planters to consider instead of trying to pull off some gigantic, you know, Christmas outreach service or sometimes even to create a smaller one. It can be helpful sometimes just to do nothing. You can literally tell your team, hey, I understand we don't have a building. We haven't launched yet. I know that many of you are going home. So team members, if you're leaving town, have a wonderful time and I can't wait to see you when we get back and we can start meeting again and continuing to going through you know, launch team preparation. And FYI, I'm gonna be out of town too and I'm gonna visit my family. So option three, do absolutely nothing tell people to have a great time. Option number four, and this is one of my favorite options. I I really, I like this one if it it can work out, and that is partnering with another church for their Christmas Eve service. At its most basic level, what you can do is choose a church to worship at and invite your launch team members to go with you. So if you decide to do this, of course, it's a good idea to let the pastor of that church know that you're coming and to make sure that it's okay. For some churches, there's limited seating because of, you know, packed out Christmas Eve services. So they might not even actually want you uh, to be there, or they might ask you, say, hey, well, can you attend this, you know, service slot? Because that's usually lower attendance and that will be the best one for you and your team to go to. So just having a little communication there with the pastor. And while you could just pick a large church in the area and be a number in the crowd, I think that there's actually a strategic opportunity for your, in your pre-launch phase to demonstrate kingdom-mindedness. What you can do is you'll know, find a church that would welcome you uh, to not only t- attend, but potentially even to participate in their service maybe the pastor just has your team do a couple different scripture readings or maybe someone you know from the from your team does special music or maybe there's even your entire worship team or a portion of your worship team can be involved in the service well you get the idea uh, this often works if it's a smaller church that is also not threatened by this new church plant coming into town uh, the other thing to consider is partnering with a church that is a different culture than yours. It could be ethnically, you know, different, race, age, style, you name it. Just finding a church that's different and it's smaller, and you approach them and say, hey, let's do this thing together. Uh, if there are some churches in your area that you think that this might work with, just take a posture of humility and uh, talk with the pastor. Maybe you say something like, hey, I'd love to bring some of my team to worship, you know, with you since we don't have a facility and our team, you know, isn't really ready to do a service yet. But I'd also like to make ourselves available if you want us to help or to have any part with the service. Okay. Don't force anything though. So you have to be careful kind of how you're asking it. You're not, you don't want to come in like, hey, can we kind of take over uh, your whole thing? You want to be a good guest and you want to honor that pastor, honor that church, let this be a win for the kingdom. Uh, you, You might even be a huge boost of encouragement to that church, while at the same time, your team grows in relationship with one another. And just maybe the onlooking community begins to realize that churches are on the same team. It's like, oh, wow, we're not competing against each other, but we're actually working together. All right, my final idea, option five, is that instead of doing worship services, instead of doing, you know, Christmas parties, instead of partnering with another church, would be to do a service project instead of those other things. Now, oftentimes soup kitchens or homeless shelters have services that they need volunteers uh, desperately during this time because their usual volunteer base is busy doing their Christmas traditions and church events. And so they could use all the help that they could get. So plugging your launch team into it will probably also hit maybe some of your core values and again, model this kingdom mindedness. So instead of having a service, you're thinking, how can we do something into the community? Now, of course, you can mix and match any of these. I just think that now is the time already be thinking through having some conversations with your launch team, figuring out who's around, uh, thinking through some of maybe those different partnerships, whether it's with an organization, with another church, thinking through if you're gonna have some sort of Christmas party. So y- you get the idea. You're thinking through those things. You're thinking through the cost-benefit ratio. In other words, you're kind of asking, what, what is it worth it for us to put in, you know what the time and the money and what's the payoff going to be for those different things, you know, you want to be careful of sinking too much of a financial investment into something that, you know, might do more harm than good, like doing the, the you know, the big worship services. On the flip side, you don't want to waste the opportunity to accomplish launch team building, community outreach, building partnerships with other churches. Thanks so much for listening. And remember, if you have a question about church planting, please head over to the blog at churchplantersask.com. You can find us on social media and send us a message that way. And I know it's only the first week in November, but let me be the first one to say Merry Christmas.